Hello, I'm Kirk Bellaby, and welcome to Tanium Podcast, where we discuss the latest tech solutions from Tanium, a global leader in cybersecurity. In today's Customer Spotlight episode, we check in with the Liverpool School of Tropical Medicine here in the UK. LSTM just celebrated its 125th anniversary, making it the world's first and oldest centre dedicated to tropical disease. The school conducts cutting-edge research on malaria, TB and some of the world's most venomous snakes. But that can't work if its laptops, phones and other vital devices aren't secure. Tanium's Ben Hall sat down with Dean Smith, at the time, Dean being a systems administrator who has recently been named the head of IT. Dean talks about the transition to Tanium and how our converged endpoint management helps the IT teams and the scientists advance public health in some of the poorest regions of the world. Hi everyone and welcome. I'm Ben Hall. I'm a director within the technical account management team here at Tanium. With me today is Dean Smith from the Liverpool School of Tropical Medicine. Hi Dean, um, would you like to introduce yourself please and tell us what you do at the school? Hello, my name is Dean Smith and I am the Systems Administrator at the Liverpool School of Tropical Medicine and I've been in this position since April 2022 when I joined the school. I have several areas of focus as we're a pretty small team so my role varies from networking infrastructure to server infrastructure, project-based implementations, security patching and acting as a third line level support for help desk. I often get involved with scientific computing as we're a research institution as well. So, so Dean, thanks for that. Um, look, we, we've spoken quite a while ago in some detail during the, the, the project. Um, you had some challenges when we first spoke around not just one area, and it really is fair to say, I think, that it crossed both IT operations and security management in your um, organisation. Can you talk a little bit about where the interest first came from when you considered Tanium and why you felt you needed something like an XEM platform to address some of those challenges? Yeah, so when I joined, it was clear that we were lacking the tools to correctly manage the environment from the basics to application deployment to application management, the patch cycles, the reporting and the compliance across the entire state and all the different operating systems that were in use. So this was identified by a few of us, including the IT director, but we were all relatively new to the school. So we needed to do something about it and we had the chance to. So from there, our IT director essentially attended a few conferences and met with the Tanium representatives there, which I believe was yourself, Ben and, and Kirk. I think he knew straight away Tanium was the answer. He always had a good eye for new technology to implement. So after he came back from these conferences, he told us to have a little look at the platform and we got the ball rolling from there. After all, having a look at the software, not only did we feel like it done what we needed to do across all different platforms, but it had plenty of more features than what we thought we could have made use of. Yeah, and when, and when we first met in person, you know, we discussed some of those challenges and then we started to prove concept, Tanium, to address some of these. How, how did that go? I mean, I, you know, I think if I remember correctly, the proof of concept ran approximately six weeks. I wonder if you could talk in a bit of detail about how, he, how it went, some of the challenges, if any, you, you had in spinning Tanium up and, and getting running with that. Yeah, so in terms of challenges that we faced, it, it, there was quite a lot. So some of them being the most basic ones, such as reporting on patch cycles and even patch cycles themselves. We, we didn't know what was patched, when it was patched or when it, what needed to be patched, how compliant devices were or even what devices were compliant. The lines were very blurry between minds and unmines devices. We didn't know if they were 
managed devices on the network that wasn't in the scope of receiving updates or what applications was installed on devices. So straight away, it was like, let's get the proof of concept going and see, see where we go from there. So we got the proof of concept up. It was nice and smooth to, to get it going, nice and easy, because the platform was software as a service, which was a big selling point for us as well, because we, it allowed us to quickly get up off the ground. It was already pre-built. It was there. It was ready for us. We could log in. We could get the Tanium client deployed to a few devices, and we could literally start testing the platform immediately the proof of concept ran for about six weeks and we were mentored by yourself ben who had sessions with us every week to make sure we was on top of the modules we knew what we was doing we outlined several use cases during the proof of concept during the proof of concept these use cases grew rapidly as we were testing the product and making sure it could do what we needed it to do fulfilling those use cases once those use cases were fulfilled we we then kind of kept moving the goalposts, so to speak and we were adding more use cases. But again, over and over again, Tanium was, was hitting these use cases for us, which was, which was fantastic. It was exactly what, what we needed. The proof of concept was fantastic, in our opinion. Following the POC, you purchased Tanium, which is great. And it's my understanding you've gone live with that now. Now you've got that further adoption of Tanium in your environment. What would you say are the top three things that you've seen success from so far? Yeah, so I've been live at Tanium for about four months now, and the Tanium clients deployed across the entire school. Um, the Tanium is still discovering devices that aren't within the platform, and once Tanium discovers those devices, that those devices are immediately rolled into the platform using the features within Tanium to, to do so, which is fantastic for us. The first biggest accomplishment would be to do with the deploy module, I'd say. Um, software deployment and software management have never been easier for us. We can quickly deploy applications, update applications, and remove applications to machines across the world. And I mean across the world. As we're a research institution, we have devices all over the world based out in Africa, here in Liverpool. And regardless of where they are, we can deploy these applications very easily. We can update these applications very easily, and we can get data back on the machines very, very quickly. Kind of being a research institution and a university, devices tend to be offline for some weeks throughout the year. So when devices are, do come online, it's important for us to not redo the work that we've already done. And with the ongoing deployments within Tanium, devices immediately come online, recognize that they've got deployments through the queries that have been set in the application deployments. And these devices are then immediately patched in terms of application updates or application removals or operating system updates. In terms of uploading scientific and research applications, normally it's quite a painful task because these applications aren't really built for mass deployment. So it, it's important for us to know where these applications reside on machines so that we can update those machines only with applications and so that we can remove those applications from those devices if it's not needed. And there's plenty of devices out there with applications on that wasn't needed. So Tanium gave us a nice overview of those devices where we could track the usage. From there, we could remove the application or we could update the application and we could upload those scientific computing applications very easily. That's that's an interesting one. So yeah, I remember in the POC, we pretty much used a lot of the, you know, off the shelf products that we have in our predefined software gallery. But that's, so that's really interesting. So you're actually using deploy now for a lot of those applications that are not off the shelf, very specific to your organization. You've clearly seen benefits from from that as well. That's good. Good to good to know. Yeah, yeah, we're massively seeing a benefit because the predefined galleries, there's over over 300 applications and they are standard applications as such. And we do deploy them. We deploy 
a whole host of those applications and we do we do it all through the, the deploy module but it was those specific applications that are specific to us as a school that researchers need and researchers use and we can deploy those applications just to those users who actually need them as well using the self-service portal and we could engage with, with the end user and we can say look you've got a, you've got a software update or we're just going to push out these updates automatically which is which is fantastic, and then getting the, getting that software within Tanium is super simple. You base you're uploading the MSI, and you can inspect the MSI from the platform. From there, you can deploy the application literally within minutes once data is reported back about all the machines in the environment, whether they already have the application or whether it's out of date or whether it needs updating. That's really interesting, and and just on discovery as a broader theme. You know, clearly identifying those applications was really important to you. Get that. But I remember, well, I remember the first conversation we had actually with you and I, and I, and I said to you, you know, how many endpoints have you got? And, and what are those endpoints? Are they Windows, Mac? Are they Linux, et cetera, et cetera? And, you know, peripherals, those kind of things, IP connected devices. And you know, I remember you giving me a number and I think, you know, you said, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. So discovery is something that you've, deployed as well and i wonder if you could just describe briefly some of the benefits you've seen as you've started to deploy and onboard more clients that extra visibility you've seen across the school as well firstly we wanted to know what devices we had out there what devices were managed what devices weren't managed we was classing devices as tanium managed and we, we was classing some devices as not tanium managed we essentially needed to manage every device we could we didn't know how many devices we had we just know that we we needed to onboard the devices that we could onboard that we knew we could manage. So we onboarded those devices in the hope that it would discover an additional load of devices that were unmanaged by the school, but were owned by the school. Um, Tanium done that for us, and every day still we see the number creeping up. And these are due to deployments that were set to deploy the Tanium client to the devices using the labels feature, which, which is fantastic for us because we can identify devices that are owned by the school but not managed by Tanium. So other devices within our local net area network will then discover these interfaces and the Tanium client will automatically install itself on these interfaces. As soon as these interfaces are then managed by Tanium, the reporting is ready very quick. It gets information back immediately. With following there is loads of automation as well. So we have applications set to deploy, we have operating systems set to update, and those devices report back this information once they're automatically onboarded using the Tanium client management. So once these are then managed, everything is seamless and it's automated. Yeah, that's good too. That's good to know. Now, I remember two specific use cases, again, going back to the proof of concept, when we first really got into some of the detail about the challenges you were seeing. And one of those was vulnerability assessment, but the other one was remediation which clearly what you were doing in the past was having two views on that from two different tools and you know one of the use cases that i remember saying to you at the time was let's actually bring those two teams together which were essentially run separately prior to tanium so we brought together comply and patch so i wonder if you could just describe now you've gone live with tanium and it's outside of the poc you know, how's that been? Have the of the CVs has that number come down now? You know, is your time to patch reduced? Yeah, so the comply module and the patch module works hand in hand for us. The CVs are came down rapidly. 
and we had we had an insane number of CVEs, and we are looking at about a eighty percent decrease in CVEs across the estate. There's still plenty to patch, um, but this is due to third-party applications rather than operating system. Devices are are all managed within rings. We had this approach previously, but we couldn't really see any good efficient reporting. The comply module now offers that reporting for us. We can see that CVSS score of patches and what devices they're missing on and directly from the Tanium platform and from the comply module, we can just install those patches from there. And that's if they haven't automatically picked up the update. Our time to patch has came down dramatically and the actual coverage of devices has came down dramatically too. The, the compliance across the school has is, is increased a huge number. And we're seeing devices that are a whole lot more secure now, fully up to date with Windows patching, Mac patching and Linux patching because it does it all. So that's interesting when you mentioned that. So you're using a combination of different rings for your pilot production rollout of patches, which is interesting. So that's that's automated. But you are using the the ability to pivot from vulnerability assessment to patch for the one-offs as well, the out-of-band patches. So that allows you to react immediately to any high-priority CVEs, I'm assuming. Yeah, exactly. There are any CVs that just pop up. We, we can patch it immediately. And then there's other CVs, such as SQL CVs, that we want to patch, but we approach those in a more manual fashion. So we like to pivot from the comply module into the patch module to get those patched. And we also present those on the endpoints themselves, being servers, that we can go on and install those patches using the self-service portal. So those ones are done with a more manual approach than the automated approach of the operating system. It just kind of helps us out so we know what patches are getting installed, when patches are being installed, when the maintenance windows are, and what patches we still like to do manually just to be sure of things here. And, and anything, just before we wrap things up, is there anything that you're using now? I guess you've taken a lot on board in a pretty short space of time, but is there anything else in the core platform you've seen benefits from, you know, been able to query endpoints that you'd like to just call out before we, before we finish? Well, I'd, I'd say just the overall insight into endpoints that, we're, that we've got now that we didn't have before that Tanium offers across all the different modules that we've seen. And again, that achievement itself, the, the overall insight into the endpoints, the, the knowledge that we know about our endpoints now, where it is the information that we have about those endpoints, how quickly we can execute actions and tasks on those endpoints, the automation that we can build around devices from within Tanium. Once the devices are enrolled into the platform, it's kind of a hands-off for a period of time because Tanium handles everything now that it's set up which is fantastic for us. It gives us more time to do other things because Tanium platform allows us to work efficiently. The relationship, it allowed us to build with end users is, is much better than what it was before because we can now just give them applications they need. We, we can remove applications that they don't need and we, we can give them options to install applications themselves using the self-service portal. So it's most definitely helped with end user experience so far with us. And we haven't even got modules designed specifically for end users as I know there's modules within Tanium that can also help with that, which will be fantastic in the future. But using just the modules that we've got, it, it's, again, helped with that massively. I suppose one of the things I didn't fully appreciate when we first started talking was, and I kind of just thought of you as a, you know, a research organization, but what I didn't fully appreciate was how distributed some of your users were i kind of just assumed you were all based in liverpool but so you've seen you know you've called it out a couple of times the benefits of being able to interact with endpoints that are truly around the world i'm guessing you know in all sorts of remote locations yeah exactly that but we have devices 
all over Africa. We have devices across Europe. We have devices in in America, um, and then we have devices in Liverpool. But the 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 geographical location of devices doesn't really matter anymore now. Um, we could essentially just do everything from the software as software as a service platform that we have from Tanium. As long as the device has got an internet connection, we're absolutely golden to do whatever we want. We can deploy applications, we can deploy patches, we can get any information we want from it. We can put labels on devices so we know exactly where the device is in the world based upon profiles or scripts that we've set on that device. It truly is a platform that makes everything easier and more efficient for us to manage devices that are based around the world. Thanks, Dean. That's been really insightful. So what's next for the school, do you think? Do you see you and your team looking at onboarding additional Tanium functionality in the future, do you think? I know you've had a, a quick look at a few bits, but what's your thoughts around that? You know, going forward, what's the roadmap, if that's the right word for, for the school, you know, going forward? Yeah, so with us being a Tanium customer now for about four months, we've kind of made use of all the modules that we have, and we will be looking to expand the modules. That was part of a big selling point for the platform for us, was allowing us to expand the modules into all the different areas. So most definitely, the next module, I think, will be probably the provision module. This will help us image and bear metal devices everywhere, whether the devices are out in the field in Africa or they're here in Liverpool. Following that, it's likely to be a more cyber-focused module, I'd say. We don't know a whole lot about those, but from what I've read, the modules are fantastic, and it's something that we'll be looking to run another proof of concept for in the near future and spend some time on that module before we implement that into the, our environment. And that's what's fantastic. We can just pick and choose and expand modules as and when we want to. It's sounds like we've got another proof of concept for not soon. So um, thanks, Dean. Really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. That was Tanium's Ben Hall speaking with Dean Smith, head of IT at the Liverpool School of Tropical Medicine in the UK. To learn how Tanium's platform can benefit your organisation or any other enterprise, visit tanium.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a five-star rating and be sure to subscribe to Tanium Podcast to hear more discussion, debate from Tanium partners, customers and team members across the globe.